get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. We go now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Native St. Louisan, product of the Lindenwood University, lead anchor for MLB Network. The great Greg Amzinger is with us now. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Uh, I am still trying to catch my breath. You know, the World Series can take it out of you. It, it can really take it out of you. So I need a little uh, time and R&R to decompress. But, you know, I'm ready for awards week. Listen to this. I'm doing something I've never done before. I'm hosting the Silver Slugger Awards show tonight. You can see it at 6 p.m. Eastern. Then I'm going to do my quickest Beyonce wardrobe change at the Oscars or the Emmys. And I'm hosting MLB tonight and immediately after that. So we'll see if I get a new suit on in time in the three-minute commercial break from the Silver Sluggers <laughs> to MLB tonight. It's, it's good. I get like a whole NASCAR pit crew of people <laughs> that will be changing my clothes. It's incredible. It's going to be great. Look, you got to tune in to watch that. I, I will absolutely be tuned in. Okay, so now what took more out of you? Was it the World Series and the broadcasting, or was it the aggressive golf schedule? Ooh, well, that's why you get paid the big bucks, Randy. That's a great question. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a balance of both. You know, when you're doing the post-game show after every World Series game on the field, it ends up being 90 minutes to two hours after the game. So you got people walking around cleaning up the ballpark, and we're the only people in there, and I'm screaming on the field still doing a post-game show. So depending on how long the game goes – By the time you get back, I mean, you have to have a post-game show, post-party cocktail because the shows were always good, so you have to celebrate a good show. And now you're talking like an average of four hours of sleep before you wake up to go play 18 holes of golf. I will say this, as tiring as it was, and I know no one in their car right now feels sorry for me, not at all, you shouldn't. I did beat Dan Plesak in one round. I beat him by three strokes one day. And I'm telling you, Randy, I was floating. I was, I was, I told everyone in Houston that I did that. Random baseball fans, I was telling that I, you know, I beat Dan Plesak. He's a three handicap. <laughs> it was great. It was a great trip. Hey, Greg, I, I, I was watching that game, as I'm sure you were. I know you were. The, uh, I, I wanted to get your opinion on, on Kyle Schwarber bunting with two strikes uh, in the top of the eighth inning. I told Randy it seemed like his the computer in his brain just shut down right before the pitch got there and he couldn't reboot, and that was the decision he made. What were your, your you all's thoughts while you saw that uh, take place? Harold, um, Chris Young, Pedro, they're all like, what is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? I thought it was admirable. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought thought it was admirable. Here's why. The kid on the mound was untouchable. And Kyle Schwarber stood up there and tried, he tried to give a great at-bat. And then after the second strike of that at-bat, he looked at this kid Abreu and was like, I know I'm going to strike out. My only chance of getting on base (laughs) is by bunting. He didn't go up there thinking that. He's not used to seeing a Brayu. So he walked up there and was like, I can't hit this stuff. I want my team to come back. The only chance my team can come back is if I bunt for a hit right now. Because if I swing, I'm out. He knew that. And I thought it was admirable because he put himself on the line to be embarrassed, which he was, and it looked bad. But that's waving the white flag, man. And that's, that's letting your ego get out of you and going, I want to help the team. If I try to get a hit here, I'm not helping the team. So by swinging the bat, he was an out. 
by bunting, he's at least trying to get on base. So I thought it was admirable. It is remarkable. One of the things Mr. DeWitt talks about here, Greg, is he asks his staff every day, what is our competitive advantage on a day-to-day basis? It looks like Houston might have found one of those with the way that they recruit and sign pitchers from the international market. No doubt. Uh, And they know how to develop them. You know, and what does that mean? That means that get, get them that third pitch. If you're Framber Valdez and you see this young kid who's got this crazy two-seam fastball and a great curveball, they add a changeup. They add a cutter. They add 30 pounds of muscle to him. So now, by this stage of his career, he's throwing 97 miles an hour, which he wasn't doing four years ago when he was trying to break into the big leagues. They know how to develop these guys. Christian Javier, he's the next one coming. He's going to win a Cy Young. Right now, his average fastball velocity is around 93, maybe not even at 93. The lowest average fastball velocity of every starter in that World Series. Breaking news, guys. He's going to be throwing 97 or 98 miles an hour next year. They're (laughs) going to figure out ways to add velocity to these great young pitchers. He's going to be untouchable in the years to come. So they figured it out. They were the better team. The reason the Phillies had the only shot at beating the Houston Astros in the World Series. I mean, the Astros lost only two games the entire playoffs. They were 11-2. and two. Their only two losses were to the Phillies because no team was going to get more than five hits on average against the Astros. With their starting pitching and their bullpen weaponry, which is the best in baseball, no one on average, I know there were a couple of games where there were more than five hits, but on average, you get five hits. Well, the Phillies were one of those few teams, the only National League team in my opinion, that could turn five hits into four runs. And when they did get a hit, it was a homer. They were a feast or famine, top-heavy lineup club that could accidentally click a couple of their great starters and relievers. So that's what made it a good World Series. Um, I, I've never seen anything like it. I, 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 I couldn't believe my eyes when I walked onto the field after the Phillies were no hit and 50,000 fans in Citizens Bank Park were still standing. They didn't, they didn't sit. They did not sit for a three-hour combined no-hitter against their own team. It was crazy. Uh, but this is what you have when you when you play baseball this way. I think with the restricted uh, restricted shift coming, this way of playing baseball is going to go out the window. Hey, Greg, let's shift to the Cardinals. And, and there have been talks that catcher is probably the position that they're going to go after first. Uh, the A's have talked about being willing to trade Sean Murphy, and we know Wilson Contreras is, is on the market. Which one of those two two guys would you rather have and why? Well, look, I, I, I know it makes a lot of sense to, you know, spend a lot of money on Wilson Contreras. I don't know if that is the right play. I don't know if you're getting his best baseball. I, I'm just, I, I like Wilson Contreras a lot, but I, I don't think you're looking at the next Yadier Molina in terms of someone that's going to age that well. Uh, and do you want to spend a big salary back there again? Uh, I, I think giving up a ton of talent for Sean Murphy, and he's a very good player. He is. I don't know if that's the angle either. So there's been this hyper-focus on these two catchers. There's a guy I like, and he plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. His name is Danny Jansen. He's a good defensive catcher. The, right now, the Blue Jays have three catchers. That is attractive to me if I'm John Mozeliak. I, I like looking at a team that has a surplus of talent. Alejandro Kirk, uh, he could win the Silver Slugger Award tonight. He's going to be their catcher. Now, the future is 23 years old. Now, his body type doesn't mean he's built to be the catcher every single day, but I think Danny Jansen's too talented to only be catching 50 to 60 games a year. So they've got three big league catchers. There's a surplus. You don't have to give up the entire farm like you're going to have to for Sean Murphy. You're not going to have a guy with a 16 to $25 million salary 
uh, like you're going to get with Wilson Contreras. So I think outside the box options are still in play. I, I would I would tell fans to curb your enthusiasm on one or the other, Murphy or Contreras. One other name that's popped up here is a guy that has Yadier Molina as an idol, and that's Christian Vasquez, who just won the World Series. I like him a lot. I do. Um, he here's what I didn't like about um, about the idea of Christian Vasquez being the everyday guy. He really enjoyed being one of two everyday catchers, and we talked to him about it. He really enjoyed the lack of wear and tear on his body. He liked game planning with Martin Maldonado. And at this stage of his career, he kind of enjoyed not having the grind anymore. Well, that immediately, as I'm standing there listening to that, going, eh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't sound like Yadier Molina to me. So I, I just, I, I'm looking at guys from a perspective of who do you want as a regular force back there? And a guy like Jansen and Murphy, they're young. They still want to prove themselves as one of the best in the game. Um, yeah, look, the Philadelphia Phillies, they've got such, such a crown jewel player in JT Real Muto. It's going to be hard to find anything close to what he is. He's such a terrific guy that wants to be back there every single day. That is a bonus. You talk about what, where a team has an advantage. The Cardinals have had an advantage for almost 20 years at having one guy back there game planning with the bullpen, with the starters, with the infield defense, like helping everybody intellectually battle and that is an advantage the Cardinals have had and they have to try to fill that void we'll see which avenue they take hey Greg are you wearing a uh, tuxedo to the Silver Slugger Awards I was thinking about it no so, uh, I think it's going to be like this nice little blue number that I've got uh, with this popping red tie and this polka dot shirt he's got 85 I, suits I, I, 85 suits wait a minute I, 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 I ever since I was a kid when I was going to St. Charles High School okay I picked out my clothes the night before. I never understood my siblings who were always scrambling to find their outfit <laughs> five minutes before he walked out the door. So I, I kept that tradition into television. So before I went to bed, Karen, to be honest with you, I knew exactly what I was wearing to the Slur Slugger show. So I, I, the reason I asked is because I think you should wear that on MLB Network. You shouldn't change. Don't go with the pitch for change. Just go, go straight there with the suit and, and show up and Touch. show out. No, I can't do that. No, no, no. Now, see, see, I, I, I look at it as an opportunity to wear another suit. You know oh, what I'm saying? okay. Yeah, okay, you know, okay. you're looking at it from a, a perspective of, oh, that sounds like a, that sounds like a grind. I feel bad for you. I would hate to do that. But you're talking to Greg Hampson. I look at, I have a whole new show to do. I have three minutes to change. I get to wear different fancy socks. I get to wear a different pocket square. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Yeah, it's a different mentality. Greg, two more things. One of your colleagues at MLB Network, Joel Sherman of the New York Post, tweeting that MLB plans to have the automated ball strike technology in all 30 AAA parks next season. The current plan, multiple times a week, will be only ABS, the automatic ball strike, multiple times the ABS with the hitter-pitcher challenge system, which you broadcast in Charlotte this year. Question one, will we have it in Major League Baseball in 2024, and under what rules will ABS be applied if it is in the majors in 2024? I believe, I believe, this is just coming from Greg Amsinger's humble opinion, that it will be in Major League Baseball in 2024. And the ABS Challenge, if you don't know what it is, if you've ever watched tennis, and John McEnroe for years is like, what are you talking about? It's out. And then all of a sudden we get this new technology where in five seconds you see 
the ball is actually in and hit the line graphically. It shows everyone at, in the world watching on television, the big monitor in the actual arena. People can see that the ball is actually in. This technology has been bulletproof, and it has been amazing for tennis. Well, this technology is coming to baseball, and it is groundbreaking. It is such an incredible alteration to the game, and it's going to have a ripple effect that we can't even understand the aftermath of this is going to be massive. I think what you're going to see in 2024 is you're going to see this ABS challenge where only three people can challenge ball or strike. And it's the pitcher, it's the catcher, and it's the hitter. Now, what we saw in the minor leagues, a lot of managers would not let their pitcher make the call, which making the call is immediate. You can't look into the dugout. It has to be immediately after the, the, the umpire calls ball or strike. You have to touch the top of your head. Or if you're a hitter, top of your helmet. Immediately to challenge the call. Well, pitchers think everything they throw is a strike. So you would be out of challenge if you have three. You get three incorrect challenges per game. There are two, th- two reasons this is great, okay? Number one, the umpires are now on notice because you get three incorrect challenges. So if there's an umpire having a bad night, they can continuously be shoving this down his throat all night. They can challenge. They go immediately. It doesn't take uh, forever. You're not looking at umpires walking over, putting a headset on. They immediately have a microphone on the home plate umpire who goes, this ball has been challenged. You go to the big screen, they show exactly if it caught the uh, part of the strike zone, and it, the umpire goes, it actually has been overturned. It is a strike. The count is two balls and two strikes. And everyone cheers. This is incredible. It's incredible. It's also game planning. And there are a lot of hitters who think everything's a ball. And what's so great about this is they're going to – the second part is guys are going to swing. Because they're not going to be left looking like a fool. There's accountability with this technology. They're going to walk back to the dugout, and none of their teammates are like, yeah, you totally got hosed on that. That <laughs> ball was two inches outside. No one's going to feel bad for you anymore. If you take a called strike three and you challenge it, and it was a strike three, your teammates going, wow, we only got one challenge left, bro. And you have two at-bats, and you use both of them. No more for you. There's accountability (laughs) and game planning that is going to be uh, historic here. I can't wait. The ball will be in play more. There will be more swinging. It's what we saw when we were in Charlotte, what we saw in the minor leagues. The ABS challenge mixed with the pitch timer is going to get baseball back to the way it was when we fell in love with it. Ball in play, pace of play moving, starting pitchers are more important than relievers. It's going to be great. And final thing, you mentioned Silver Slugger tonight, 5 o'clock St. Louis time on MLB Network. Who are the Cardinals that are going to win gold, uh, Silver Sluggers, in your opinion? Oh, man. I mean, look, Goldie's obvious. I mean, Goldie's going to have a great awards week, awards season. Um, Nolan Arenado, Manny Machado, that's always a tough one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think with his uh, wins above replacement, he had the highest war of any position player in the National League. So I, I think Nolan Arenado's going to get it. There's a super utility a silver slugger this year and there are some pretty good ones brennan donovan should be in the mix for that brandon drury of the Padres should be in the mix for that uh, a couple other guys have been really good at super utility players um but i i think it probably stops there for the st louis cardinals um those three guys are in the mix but we'll see fingers crossed i mean they don't let me have any information as to who's going to win um but you know maybe uh future cardinal trey turner when it's on the sluggers as well. You never know. Uh, uh, there, there's a, a certain Pobo who has a visceral reaction when I uh, bring up short stops. He's, there you go with short stops again. Oh, yeah. Who's that? 
Let's go. After the press conference, I was just trying to lay out a scenario to to get us a veteran shortstop. And it's, there you go with the shortstop again. Uh, well, here's the beauty of Trey Turner. And this is why all signs for me point to him. Okay. Defensive versatility. If you're really in love with Mason Wynn, if you think this kid's really the, the second coming in shortstop, Trey Turner doesn't care. He'll play, he'll play second base. He did it at a high level. He'll play center field. He's a ridiculous athlete. If you can sign someone with defensive versatility and they're athletic enough to be a plus defender at any position you put him at, that makes him even more attractive. You know, Carlos Correa doesn't want to play third. He can't do that in St. Louis. Right, Xander Bogarts only wants to play shortstop. So there's a lot to love about Trey Turner, and I, I just think the Cardinals can't pass again on an opportunity to get another buddy for Nolan Arenado. Because, again, we got Paul Goldschmidt at 35 years old. To, to expect him to be a Cardinal to the age of 42 again is going to be kind of iffy. So you're going to need another superstar buddy for Nolan Arenado. Do not pass this opportunity up. I am – rooting for you to be right so much because he's my favorite player. I think he's he's a perfect fit, so hopefully that's the case. Greg, we'll be tuned in tonight. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. You guys are the best. Take care. See you. Greg Amsinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, My Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.